Welcome to On The Move, the global mobility podcast brought to you by Vialto Partners. Vialto is your ally in mobility, tax and immigration solutions. We spark meaningful growth for your business and your people. At Vialto, we push the boundaries of global mobility, powering positive outcomes in business and beyond. Our teams partner closely with you, providing extensive expertise and seamless tech-enabled experiences so you can mobilize a dynamic global workforce and unlock potential. Hello there. Today we're recording our last On The Move episode focusing on posted workers. Throughout this series, we deeply examine the challenges and complexities faced by companies sending and receiving posted workers. With all of this knowledge, we think it's time to now uncover how companies can use the transformative power of technology, as we set out on a quest to simplify processes and bring forth a new era of compliance and efficiency on posted workers. My name is Sherazade Maestre, and I'm today with my colleague, Simon. Welcome, Simon. Hi, Sherry, and, and hi, everyone. My name is Simon King. I've been providing global mobility services for over 15 years. In the last few years, my focus at Vialto has been on the posted worker directive, in particular, exploring how technology can be used by organizations to efficiently manage the in-depth compliance obligations that exist in this area. So I'm really looking forward to our discussion today and, and exploring this in some more detail. And I think we have the perfect guest today. Um, but basically, Simon, given the complexity and amount of data, we believe that posted workers is an area that particularly benefits from the use of tech and automation. And we're going to cover four different areas of potential automation, right? So starting from the very beginning, identification, going to the submission of notifications and following with the post-submission obligations, which are the document retention and remuneration calculations that we've already mentioned on other episodes. So starting with identification, or better said, who is a posted worker? Simon, why is this relevant for technological purposes? So yeah, great place to start, identification. Um, so for organisations, really need to think about their employee populations into two buckets. Their easy wins and they're more difficult ones. Their easy wins are going to be the formal mobility. So this is typically going to be assignments and secondments. So most organizations will have really good processes around this area. They're going to have vendors that are appointed to provide services. They're going to have internal processes and, and maybe even assignment management systems. So for identifying the posted workers within secondment populations, it's a much easier process. Really, we're just looking at the country combination to understand if they're going to an EU country that applied the rules on a global basis or just an EU basis. And then secondly, really important, this one, is that we're also thinking about the immigration compliance obligations and, and what's been the immigration assessment that's been done, because that can have an impact on the PWD analysis as well. And then secondly, outside of those formal mobility programmes, then we need to think about informal mobility programmes. And here we're thinking about things like business travellers and remote workers, and this is going to be a more difficult bucket. So basically, we can use the tech and we can use automation with data to identify specifically business travellers or secondees if you don't have them already uh, filtered or assigned to a programme. But the difficulty really of using the technology for this is that business travellers are on a more informal basis and normally companies lack tracking. And this can create a lot of compliance issues, especially in an area as complex as posted workers. And this is regarding basically the lack of information, right, Simon? Like, who, how do we find them? 
Yeah, totally agree. So where technology can really play a part here is it can act as that funnel. So if organizations can have a technology that allows all of their employees that are traveling internationally to go through one, one area, one piece of technology that can then triage that information. So it can take from the traveler and from other sources what they're doing, where they're going, how long they're doing it for, and some of their other demographic information, and then do analysis, not just for the posted work objective, but for other areas, but really importantly for the posted work objective, understanding whether what they're about to do in another EU country is going to make them a posted worker and do that really effectively, really quickly. Yeah, so basically our tip of advice here would be try to harness the power of tech platforms and bring data from different sources using data analytics. So you can use systematically the data to collect and analyze all of the relevant information in terms of the length of the trip, the activities, if they would be identified as posted workers, and basically take it from there. And this generally, in our experience, involves aggregating data from various sources, which at the identification level, it's quite basic. It's just the things that I've mentioned, like activities, length of travel, the country they're going to, the country they're coming from, right, Simon? But then it gets more complex when we move to the submission of the notifications. Yeah, absolutely. So when we're now talking about submitting notifications, the the key thing here is about that harvesting of data. And it can be quite a lot of data. Organizations, even with modest volumes of of employees that are traveling into EU countries, there's going to be a lot of information they're going to need, and they're not going to want to do that from scratch. So the volume of data that you're going to need, again, it's going to vary country to country. So each EU country has different bits of information that you're going to need to submit. So unfortunately, there's not there's no uniformity across the countries. There are some recurring themes in terms of the types of information, but it doesn't exactly match country to country. So as a starting point, what needs to happen first is the technology needs to map out well, what is all of this information that's needed. So what is all of these different sources that this, the technology is going to need to gather up and use to submit a notification? And once that's been mapped out, once the technology has that information, then we need to understand, well, where is that information? So how much can we get from static sources up front versus how much is available dynamically? So for static information here, we're thinking about corporate data primarily, information that isn't going to change and will likely be in HR systems, finance systems, corporate databases. So that static information is probably available in various different sources that companies will have. And can the technology using facilities such as APIs and other types of connections access that information as and when it's needed to include it in a notification? But but that information on its own isn't going to be sufficient to complete a notification. There's always going to be what we'd call dynamic information. So information that's going to change from notification to notification. So primarily information around the posted worker themselves, who they are, what they're doing, and some of their demographic information. Now, again, need to map out where that information is. Is that some of that information might be, again, be in some sources of information that the company has, such as their HR sources, but some of it might need to be obtained dynamically every time. So the technology, again, needs to be able to understand what it's getting statically and obtain that from those sources and then dynamically go to a source, potentially the traveler themselves, the the person that's going to be the posted worker and get some information from them each time and then bring that all together. I think that it's, it's a great summary, but probably all our listeners are actually wondering, is it going to actually be simpler because it sounds complex? So yes, at the beginning, the, the mapping of all of the information and all of the data and the data gathering and ensuring that you have the correct technology and that this technology is able to really put all of this together. It's 
it's quite a lot of work, but once we have it, right, once it's already set there, it streamlines the whole process. And this can help for the, the whole process of from identification to the submission of the notifications to the document retention, right, which is something that we already discussed um, in terms of requirements in a previous episode. And it's not only tracking and collecting the posted worker notifications, but a lot of other documents. Simon, any any tips for document retention that we can look in terms of technology and automation? Yes, so I, I know in the previous episodes it was discussed the kind of the volume of documents that might be needed and the different formats they would need need to be in. So here technology can do some of the heavy lifting around two two main areas. One is the tracking around have all of those documents been obtained and, and are they in the right place? So do they meet the requirements around language and translation? Are they available to the right people? So technology is a great way for organization to organize in this area. So can the tool, can a piece of technology help you organize where these bits of information are and that you have all of them? So you've got some safeguards in place that you can have processes to check that the payslip's been obtained and the timesheet's been obtained and the proof of payment. All of that is somewhere and you can track and have peace of mind that it's, it's available. And then the second piece is, is making that available to all of the relevant stakeholders. So using cloud-based systems where this information can be held in soft copy, thereby the right stakeholders can have access to the information. Typically, it's going to be the host liaison contact who's going to need to be able to quite quickly get hold of this information, present it to the labour authorities should they want to see it. And again, here, technology can play a great role in making that a much easier process. Yeah, and it's a great source for availability of information, specifically for audits and governmental requests in which you may have 48 hours to provide all of the documents and you're basically in a different country with no access to all of them. So they're already all gathered and available there. It really simplifies your request and can avoid quite some fines. And finally, I wanted to talk uh, personally about the, the remuneration part. So in my opinion, technology can play a vital role in the calculations of appropriate remuneration in each country because it's so complex and so ch it changes so much that without technology, it's almost impossible if you have a decent volume of posted workers. So technology can facilitate fair and accurate compensation for the workers that are in cross-border employment arrangements, such as posted workers, but it can also cover assignments and other kinds of cross-border employments. What we do normally is we leverage advanced data analytics and technological tools and we collect all the comprehensive information on factors such as the applicable wages, the annual leave, overtime shifts, etc. And all of the other legal requirements that are, again, once more, specific to each country. So they're going to change depending on the country you're going to and the duration of the trip as well. So less than 12 months, more than 12 months, etc. This data that can be utilized in many ways, as Simon has mentioned throughout the, the podcast, can also be utilized to develop sophisticated algorithms that account for the variables and accurately calculate the appropriate remuneration based on local and company standards and the posted work regulations in terms of transparency that we've covered in a previous episode as well. So by automating this process normally once, Organizations can then ensure that the workers are receiving fair compensation that aligns with economic conditions and all of these legal frameworks that we've been covering for the past four episodes. This enhanced monitoring capability helps also to prevent labor issues and ensures the protection of workers' rights, which is something terribly important right now. Would you want to agree something else in terms of the remuneration, Simon? 
No, I totally agree with all of that. I think the only the only point I'd add is for here for technology, what we want is we want the system to be completely integrated. So we want it all to speak to itself. So it's really important that the assessment that's done initially in terms of who is a posted worker then connects to the, obviously the data needed to be obtained to submit the notifications. And then again, linking that all the way through to the documents that need to be held. And then crucially, this remuneration element that you've just talked about, which is incredibly complicated and really important that it relates to all of that information that's been gathered and that the correct pieces of remuneration are being provided to the individual based on what's been submitted in the notification. So again, a technology that does all of those steps and kind of speaks to itself so it understands it's doing the correct thing. Fantastic summary, Simon. So as we've explored, technology provides an efficient and streamlined means of collecting, storing and analysing vast amounts of data and requirements necessary to manage any posted workers programme at the moment. Technology reduces the risk of errors or data losses, enables real-time monitoring and tracking of your posted workers, and it facilitates the oversight and compliance enforcement that we all need. With reporting and the ability to check the information timely because it's on the cloud, Technology improves transparency, facilitates timely interventions in case of non-compliance or emergencies, and improves overall program management. So our recommendation from Vialto is definitely look into technological options. So on behalf of Simon, I'm Sherisade Maestre, and I'd like to thank you for joining us today for On The Move. And thanks to all of you for joining in the conversation of this series about the Posted Workers Directives. We hope we've provided some helpful insight and practical tips for you as you navigate this web of rules and regulations. As always, Vialto is here to help you better understand all of the challenges and opportunities that come from employing a global workforce. If you have any questions about what you've heard today or what you've heard in any of our episodes on Posted Workers, please reach out to us directly or contact your usual Vialto contact. So that's it for Simon and I today. Thanks for joining and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to On The Move, the global mobility podcast brought to you by Vialto Partners. For more information, please visit us at www.vialto.com. Vialto Partners and Vialto refers to the subsidiaries of CD&R, Galaxy UK Opco Limited, as well as the other members of the Vialto Partners global network. The information contained in this podcast is for general guidance on matters of interest only. Vialto is not responsible for any errors or omissions, or for the results obtained from use of this information.